The Nerd Eternal Podcast Network presents. special here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I am your host, the Todd Father, number one Black Panther super fan. And with me, I've got some brothers that are pretty sure right there with me. Starting over on my on my left is Pearly Cooper. Uh, I belong to a study group called Sankofa Study Group, and that's about all you really need to know about me. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Jones, I am a counselor by profession and Wakandan forever. <laughs> And I'm Mark Bass. I'm also grew up reading the comics in this month with Travis, and I always took his comics and read his, but I already got my own also. Man, y'all making me sound bad. Y'all got, like, jobs. Y'all come up like, well, I work here. I'm, I'm just flat-out nerd. What? I'm a super fan. I like okay. comic books. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. Hey, I'm retired. I'm retired twice. So. And I think if we're actually having a dissertation and, and, and we're studying and breaking down Black Panther, we're probably all nerds. Well, see, well, you know, well that's, you know, that's my goal in life is to someday be on MSNBC or something with just, like, Black Panther fan. A Black Panther expert awesome. and trick people into thinking you know it's more than just me sitting alone in a basement somewhere reading comic books. Yeah, kind of like Jimmy Kimmel on uh, the. Uh, did you have you all seen Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, he was asking people to ship, we'll kind of share their vibranium with yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, they probably they probably should. Yeah, they probably should, yeah. They probably yeah. should care. Yeah, my one of the great sadnesses of my life is that nobody took a reporter up on the challenge and asked Trump. About vibranium, oh, <laughs> and, yes. and about them uh, basically Man. holding the war criminal Steve Rogers and all that. Right. Just to see if he right. answered it, yeah, right. that that would have made my year. Yeah. So we will get started. What are your overall thoughts about the movie? I think it's very well done. Wow. Fantastic. You okay. Awesome, awesome movie. Definitely a movie you should go and see twice, two or three times because you never get the first. Uh, everything that's going on, you like, oh my God, I can't believe this, but it's definitely a great movie. It's something you should see two or three times, definitely. At least four times. I'm working on it. <laughs> I just finished my third last night, and I'm trying to figure out when the fourth is going to be. And I'm getting ready to work on my third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen I'll, it in 2D, I've seen it in 3D, twice, and so now I want to see it in IMAX. <laughs> and unfortunately, I wish we had the technology that's... Uh, I'm calling it 4D for lack of whatever the actual terminology is, but there is an actual, but we don't have one of those theaters in the, in right, the right. Madison County. Right, the but even, even Ryan Coogler said that uh, that would yeah, actually shot the format to, to see it in, mm. but it's some tech we don't have yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, one of the curses of living in Alabama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think literally in most of your larger cities like New York, LA, yeah. they actually yeah. have that format. Which means we'll get it, you know, five to ten, ten years. years. Yeah. Ten years. Well, we should have it. This Rocket City is a nice. This is true. This is a city of engineers. We yeah. should. Yeah. yeah. We get a space program. We get it in time for Black Panther 3. 
To be honest, I'm really shocked that they have not upgraded and we don't at least have it at the Monaco and the Rave mm-hmm. or the, whatever the Rave, mm-hmm. the artist, the, yeah, the theater tri- formerly known yeah. as the Rave. <laughs> yeah, the theater formerly known as the Rave, though, we can't get IMAX 3D no more. Because, you know, that was that was always my go-to for right. IMAX 3D. And, right. and now they just... Truly, as long as the movie has a great picture and a high-definition sound, I'm good. I'm yeah. good, but I, I kind of. Yeah. There were some scenes in Panther that I really wanted to see in 3D. I did. Just, and just that, format. That yeah, just about. that breaking the uh, the illusion. Right. When they when first go into the city. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see that. I wanted to yeah. see that, and I wanted to see Warrior Falls in 3D. Because mm-hmm. that looks like that would pop. Yeah. And and that was one of the scenes he even actually I think I think Kugel even mentioned that that's one of them when they're all out there before mm-hmm. the fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because of the the. Uh, just the, the scenery and, the, and how that was shot, the landscape. Yeah, yeah it, it's see it all. It's some really Something. pretty cinematography in that film too. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. cinematography was awesome in that. Very good. You know, one of the things that I put on Facebook, and I'm not going to read what I put there because eh, some of it could be perceived as shade. But the salient point of what I was making was that I I started with Black Panther. Sea change slash paradigm shift. Regardless of how you see it, whether you see the movie as negative or positive, the overall effect of this movie is that it's going to cause a sea change. If you're not familiar with the term, it, it's the equivalent to a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. And that's going to happen. Not going to happen. That is happening because you can look around and you can see with all the premieres and the Facebook postings of anybody that's seen it or was on their way to see it, we say, you know, Wakanda forever, but we're saying African forever. We're yeah. actually acknowledging that we are Africans. Right. Before this movie, if I walked up to somebody and said, hey, you know, you're an African. I'm sorry, I'm not an African. I'm not an African. I'm not an African. I'm yeah. an African-American. You know, I'm an American first, actually. You know, and I just happen to be African. You know, I'm an African-American. It's gonna, there is a paradigm shift. People are actually saying, Wakanda, I'm a Wakandan. Yeah. Slash, what does that mean? You're an African. Right. You're identifying with Africans. And that's what we need to do. Because if we don't recognize from whence we came, I've often said, if you come to the United States or anywhere, if an alien came to this planet and they started looking at people, they would say, well, where are you from? Well, they'd look at you and they'd look at your phenotype, they'd look at your features and they'd say, you're from Africa. So how in the world can you sit here in America because by the accident of your birth that you were born in the United States, that's right. That you're not African. Right. We're African. I don't care if you find yourself in Jamaica, Haiti, England, Puerto Rico, Sweden, wherever. Puerto Rico. Right. If you look like us, if yeah. you talk like us, yeah. if you quack like us, you're guess what? You're a Wakandan <laughs> slash African. And, and to piggyback on what you're saying, it, it always amazes me the number of people that I will hear that will say that, those things, this kind of like, well, um, well, I'm, I'm not from Africa, I'm from blah, blah, blah. Well, at the end of the day, if you go back centuries... We were all, all African. <laughs> exactly. You can say whatever you want to say, but we were all from Africa. Mm-hmm. And the, and yeah. and that and that's nice because Curly's right. You know, in the yeah, I'm Wakanda yeah. thing and and throwing up the salute and all Everybody that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
it's kind of neat to see black folks like them being black folks. That's rare. I've had total strangers walk up to me and go, Wakanda forever. Well, you remember the, the opening night when we were there in our dashikis yeah. and stuff? If you saw somebody else in it, you automatically just kind of gravitated to them. Well, yeah, walking, well, and remember the guy that was, we were seated, and the guy yeah. came in with a dashiki and everything mm-hmm. on, and he walks up, he, he's walking, he looks, and he goes, Wakanda forever. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even know us from Adam. Exactly. And yeah. that's... And I, and I think that's something that the culture probably would have gotten a handle on, but it snuck up on them. Oh, yeah. Because I can, you can look at some of my Facebook posts earlier. I was going, that's two hours that it's millions of black folks for probably a lot of us for the first time in our lives that went, this is what my life would be like without Massa. <laughs> And that's, but, but that's, but it's, it's that's the truth. True. It's, it's, that's, there's a reason why Marvel went out of his way to kind of erase Hudlin's run because Hudlin's whole thing was, this is what your life would have been, been like been without like, me. Right. And that's why they dislike And that's, yeah. and that's something that Hollywood and, and the cult and the culture in general, if they always want to say that Europeans civilized civilized Africa. No, that, that you run around with right. you're the re, you know, right. we're the reason why you ain't running around in huts and spears and stuff and right. stuff like that. Well Wakanda throws that just completely out the window. It's basically going, well without you we got spaceships. Right. Now what? Well, we, we got, we've been to the moon. That's that's all <laughs> exactly. that yeah. And, 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 and the, the really funny thing about that. that is is that, you know, the first thing that when you mention that 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 concept is that people will say, well this is fiction. Well, it may be fiction, but in my dreams, fantasies, nightmares, or whatever you want to call it, the first thing that comes to mind is what we would have been like if we had never been colonized. Right. And if we had never been colonized, first of all, when you look back in history and you see all that we have given to civilization that Mm -hmm. has been hidden from us. Right. Imagine if we had been able to continue. We would be Wakandans. We yeah. would be the quote unquote fantasy of Wakanda. That's right. right. We would be there. We right. would be so technologically advanced. Exactly. Because they, I mean, think about it. Kama, Egypt is in Africa, and we can't even duplicate their architectural design. Right. So if we had been able to have a continuous line from Nubia to Egypt, Without an in, a European incursion, right, right, then we, would yeah, be, yeah, we would be, we would be Wakandans. We would be, we would have a technology that far outstrips what we're what we're experiencing in our wonderful world of iPads and iPhones. Now we'd be so far, it wouldn't be funny. And to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, that's why my youth minister at my church typically they don't do quote unquote secular movies for yeah. for the kids. They typically mm-hmm. try to do Christian based movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well. They're going to see Black Panther. They're actually at the theater now. And uh, seniors at my church are going on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because of those very things that you just spoke about, mm-hmm. the technology and how we would be. And a lot of young people do not realize how technologically advanced Africans were before all those things transpired. Because it's usually something that they make that they do the best to make you ashamed of. But it make us look like the Well, they make you ashamed of it. Right. Or yeah. like the or the stereotypical people yeah. in a Tarzan movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's you know, you were savages, you were this, and then we came along and civilized you. Right. And that's done for a reason. You know, it's it, it, because it's not a mistake. It's not like, well, we just did this one time and quit. This is one movie. No, it's 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 pervasive throughout the culture mm-hmm. of of 
them making you want to believe that we came and made you mm-hmm. civil. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ironic. I'm I'm reading a book right now called The Scramble for Africa. And what it does is it talks about the 1870s and when Bismarck decided that he wanted to carve up Africa, him, England, Germany, England, France, and uh, Belgium uh, came in at the end. And you can't even say Belgium because it was actually King Leopold. Yeah. You know, King Leopold, he brought nothing to the country. He lined his personal pockets right. uh, with, with with the wealth of Africa that he stole from the Belgian Congo. Mm-hmm. They call it the Belgian Congo, but it was Leopold land, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I, I see right now is that this the sea change slash paradigm shift is that young and old and even uh, um, um, non-Africans are now finding a new interest in Africa. And now they're actually curious about Africa, mm-hmm. not just not just uh, Wakanda. Well, Wakanda's fictional. Well, what was Africa really like? Right. What is Africa really like? Mm-hmm. Because if you, because of the the, the the facade about Africa, most Africans don't realize that some of the most beautiful cities on the planet right now exist in Africa. Mm-hmm. So now this paradigm shift has made it okay to think about being African. It's okay to want to find out about Africa. And so the veil has been lifted on this facade of of Africa being backward and Tarzan being the one right. that, uh, that the Lord that, that came right. and, and <laughs> civilized us, right. and that Europeans came and civilized us. Right. You know, one of the biggest fallacies of African, of being an African American, is that more often than not, a lot of people say, "Well, you know, we came from a lot. I mean, look at us right now. We came from slavery. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We are the descendants of enslaved Africans." We're not descendants of slaves. No. We're descendants of enslaved Africans no. that brought every bit of technology and metallurgy. Dr. Charles Finch talks about in one of his books uh, about how we were doing metal smelting and creating steel 1,500 years before Europe even thought about it. Thought about it. That's technology. Right. That's Wakandan yeah. technology. Yeah, right. right. That we brought to the world, but. You, they would have you think that um, we didn't do anything, right? You know, and and, and and that 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 paradigm shift of looking back at the past and actually finding the truth about how much Africans have come uh, contributed to civilization, it's going to change our children. It's going to change our children mm-hmm. such that they're going to want to be nerds. Because I, I don't know about you guys, but I had to act like the class clown. Because I've always been well read. I've always been a nerd. Yes. You know, I would see, I'm old enough and I'm not gonna reveal my age, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> Anytime there was somebody that had 10 cent comic books, I had a complete a complete complexion a complete collection of 10 cent comic books. Wow. And when they went to 12 cents and 25 cents, and then I left my great aunt's house where I kept these stores and I came back to New York. And I came back the next summer, and she had given my comic books to the trash man that came. And I said, have you seen him since? She says, no. You wonder why? Why? Because he sold my comic book collection, and he's probably in Central America somewhere living off of the Made a million dollars. So, you know, I've always been a a comic book nerd. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, after, after that loss, I very seldom collect comic books. I'll read a run of them and I keep them a little, bit, I am. A, a little bit here and there because I was traumatized by that. So really, I'm still messed up. <laughs> I know that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That's a, that's a traumatic event. But I got, but I got to tell you that uh, being a comic book nerd, you know, from 1966, uh, uh, you know, I, I know the controversy of saying that you know. Uh, uh, Stan Lee and and Jack Kirby did it in what August or whatever, yeah, and the Panthers, and the Panthers didn't start till October. Yeah. Well, that's not completely true, but uh, what we're looking at is the origin of the Black Panther Party, and it's amazing that now, even though you're saying Black Panther, they're not cringeworthy as they used to be because right. back in the '60s when the Panthers took over. Uh, the, the state capital in California, uh, our our uh, um, gun laws are derived from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are derived from that. So you look at the terror that was struck in America by black men with guns that were part of the Black Panther Party, which they got the name from Loudest County, Alabama, yeah. uh, Black Panther Party that was part of SNCC, Student Nonviolent Coordination, uh, coordinating committee that predated the Black Panther Party. This was in 1965. So Stan Lee and, and Jack Kirby, they were looking at their time and they were looking mm-hmm. at what was going on. Right. And when the Black Panther Party uh, started up, then they shifted and tried to change yeah. him to yeah, the Black Leopard, Black Leopard for, for a second then. <laughs> right. And then changed it back to Black Panther. And they didn't like the way it you know, sounded. They didn't like the way it yeah, sounded. Black so, Leopard. And it wasn't as, as unique and cheap as Black Right, Leopard. right. But so still be Cold Tiger. <laughs> you know, that was the, right. the first one. That was the first cold tiger. Cold yeah. tiger. Cold tiger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Like cold, black cold, cold <laughs> it's, tiger. It's still yeah. beat so that. Ne- never in my wildest dreams I ever think growing up as a kid reading Black Panther comics it turned into a smash box office hit. I mean, that's just, I'm still amazed of, of all the popularity the movie is getting right now. And that's that's great because, like I said before, it puts it puts not only Africa, but black people as a whole in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. And I, I'm not shocked. Travis can tell you because we spent God knows how long on the phone. Three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they announced that, I can remember going into work, hell, like it was Christmas or something. I was like, man, finally get a Panther movie. I mean, that's all we used and to when, talk and, about. And, that, and I remember literally when they actually did the calendar, yeah, we actually talked an entire day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we showed it. They actually, showed it. When it was actually on there, the uh, the listing, the way Marvel does the, the breakdown for the films. So. Yep. Man, I wish I was on your telephone call because I had nobody to talk to. I had to talk <laughs> oh, to myself man, about it. I know we would have talked to you about it. <laughs> but yeah, man, we were, oh man, we finally did this. This, this, this. I'm taking the day off. I don't care. I'm off that. I mean, it. The the it's not a shock because good lord you didn't have anything mm-hmm. and you could go blade but and I like blade I love so blade right. yeah. but it's one of those kind of things where one if you a little kid yeah it really didn't need to be up in blade blade was no. rated off no I was sitting there with a little girl that was in blade right. and I'm pretty sure that child is in therapy because she's she probably, awesome. yeah she's probably been yeah she's I, probably I mean she she spent uh, a not small amount of that movie screaming right yeah <laughs> because it was horrific yes um it, I mean yeah, you go yeah you, you you go much past you that mm-hmm. you go much past that. And movie-wise, what have you got? The last 
any kind of superhero something that came out was 2008 with Hancock. Right. Yes. Who was drunk, and the movie itself couldn't decide if it was going to be a superhero mm-hmm. flick or comedy. Exactly. Right. Well, right. let's just look at what Hollywood used to say about so-called black superheroes. Well, we don't know if they have an audience for it. Well, mm-hmm. we don't know if people are going to come out and support it like they would Thor or Iron Man. And look what happens when they finally pull one out. And that's kind of my the right way. That's exactly. kind of my worry, though, is you had because Blade kicked off this current era of comic movies, you can disagree with me, but you'd be wrong. It's just fact. Batman and Robin had killed yes. the 1989 era of comic flicks sure because and they been during, during those, <laughs> the only ones that, that made money were the actual Batman movies. Mm-hmm. But you had Tank Girl right. and Judge Dredd mm-hmm. and Nick Tracy that were and that were the rubber Captain America. That was back when Marvel couldn't get nothing that could go... Sh- all this stuff either went straight to video or straight to bootleg. Right. <laughs> and, you the, know. and the absolute hideous Fantastic Four movie that yeah. I don't think Yeah, straight to bootleg. Seen. I've seen it. Right. I've seen it. It's, 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 it's god awful. Roger, Roger Corman. <laughs> yeah, the Roger Corman yes, Fantastic right. Four. It is god awful. I, I tried. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't even make myself find it to look at it. Yeah, yeah, I, come on now. Think about it. He, here's a guy that, that's seeing the Fantastic Four that had 10 cent comics. Yeah, yeah. And read them, and they come to life, and I'm. Okay, well, okay. it's yeah. come to the movie. I can see it. It's not very good. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're right. I mean, looking at looking at the current Marvel run of superheroes, they've done a pretty good job. But then, I'm not going to go down the slippery slope of, of, of race baiting, but I looked at how they were upset at Idris Elba for playing yeah, I'm a Nora's uh, a, a Nora's God. And I'm like, wait a minute, folks. Have you never heard of the Grimaldi? And I don't want to go too deep into history, but the Grimaldi people left Africa and conquered uh conquered the world. Literally. Mm-hmm. Atlantis, they came into Iceland and Greenland. There are stories right now about little black people that they honor. They have days that they honor black people in Iceland and Greenland, in Sweden, right? In in uh, Just recently, I read an article about the original Irishman had black skin and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. So these Grimaldi people were all over the world. And that, so why couldn't right. there be a black Norse god? Right. But, you know, that... It, because you, I, I'm amazed by the number of people who don't actually realize that there are actual uh, people of color, Irish, black, black exactly. Irish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're definitely yeah. black Irish. Right. But, you know, bringing it back full circle back to, to, to where we are now with, with looking at Black Panther and looking at the phenomenal success that it is. I, I don't know. I, I kind of was in the, in the corner of. I don't know if this is going to go over really big because looking at the era that we live in in 45, he's polarized this country <laughs> so much so You're right. that I was afraid that we wouldn't have the kind of participation, them crossover dollars. However, right. if we look at the fact that we lived eight years with the Obama era and that it's really a minority that elected 45. 
I think that this is a, a salve for all of our wounded, uh, wounded aspirations. I agree with that. That here, with with this superhero, that has the accident of being, or or, or the uh, uh, providence of being an African, mm-hmm. an unconquered African, and he's a superhero. Man, all of a sudden, everybody is into this. Mm-hmm. Black, white, or indifferent. People are really buying into this. They have. And, I mean, last night, it was a predominantly yeah. predominantly no, white, white audience, and they were enjoying yeah. the heck out of this movie. And they had That's little kids. Movie. Well, little kids. And to interject on that point, ironically, this, this week was uh, somewhat a reverse of last week where the predominant percentage was white. And I'm throwing out numbers. I don't know if they're... Definitive, but 35% black, 33% white last week. This right. week, 36% white, 32% black. Yes. So there are actually more, you're right. Yes. There are actually more Caucasians well, going. It's what, and it's also one of those things who decides what's cool? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because who decides what's cool? You know, black folks twerk for God knows how long before Miley Cyrus got up there and disgusted the world. It's, right. it's, it's, it's... Well, so, it's, did, so did Chuck Berry until Elvis right. yeah. started. Right. Right. I mean, right. so that's, that's, so. that's the trick. Once it became right. an event, mm-hmm. once it became an event, you're going to have curiosity and stuff right. like that and the movie delivers. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's not odd to go, right. well, okay... Bo Derek with, with braids. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Which we know she didn't create... You know, black but yeah, but it's, but it's one of those kind of things where it's... it's it, that is particularly shocking to me. My only concern is I don't want Blank Man 2. I don't want no. Meteor Man 2. And that's just my concern, be- too. And the only reason why I say that is because don't mock the genre. Right. You'll kill the momentum on it. I've done right. Facebook posts on that. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying earlier. Batman right. had had a momentum going, but you had so much crap mm-hmm. trying to ride the Batman well, wave. Right. I see. I see where you're going with that, but at the same time, you know, we're talking about the MCU. You know, they mm-hmm. have a blueprint, unlike you know the DC comic or movie mm-hmm. universe. They, That's true. Yeah, what what I'm talking do. about though is less is less Marvel comic something mm-hmm. than I am. See, this is an opportunity for independents mm-hmm. and independent creators that have black heroes and DC. Let's just say yeah, and DC to, to throw out to ride the wave, right? And sometimes and I know Hollywood real will tend to ride trends, right? You know, you got Battlestar Galactica because Star Wars was so big, right? Mm-hmm. Right. All I'm saying is I want some quality. <laughs> don't don't just throw and, and not any, discounting what you're saying, but I yeah, but I know where you don't just throw yeah. anything don't out throw there. Anything out because right. it'll it'll kill it. Right. It'll kill it while it's young. Because I can remember in the early days of of this era of comic book movies, Jason and I basically going, God, I don't want to flop. Anything but a flop. I can remember when they were going, hey, I think they're going to do Preacher as a movie. As a movie. Well, oh, God, not that book. Yeah. It'll kill comic book movies yeah. dead. Please yeah. don't put because that down. You have thing to be out. careful about what you have to be careful out there. with that because you can throw garbage, 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 and you'll kill it. And that, it won't kill comic book movies, but but with Panther being this level of success, yeah. you're going to get other black heroes. But see, that, and I want them. That's why I also want DC to be successful also. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even though I am a Marvel fan, mm-hmm. I do want to see successful DC movies. Because like you said, it'll kill the momentum. 
You yeah. don't want to see the moment yeah. killed because yeah. basically Hollywood, if y'all have noticed, Hollywood just shows movies and they basically use the same script over and over. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. now you got Oscar winners, you've got Grammy winners coming out and being in these movies, and basically the movies are taking off because now they take the source material seriously. Yeah, you know, people used to be like, "Oh, he read comics, oh, no, that's stupid." Well, now <laughs> mm-hmm. look, look how much money they make yeah. in the box office. Yeah. So. Well, and then, and then, ironically, what you just said because of the green that Hollywood sees, because Hollywood sees a lot of green. That's what they like mm-hmm. to see. Right. Ironically, that could be a downfall of movies if you're not careful. right because mm-hmm. certain movies. Nothing against Falcon, but if you start doing Falcon movies and yeah, you know, everything is just not going to fly like Panther did right. because you did right. it. And yeah. and some and people Panther are, was a nice. It was a not, nice I'm perfect. Not about the Widow movie. Yeah, <laughs> Panther was a nice She's perfect black, perfect storm. You know, it hit just right. Everything was like yeah, it it hit just right and. Much like the character was low key enough that they didn't really that you didn't really have the people coming out against it in right. time. They couldn't mm-hmm. come up with a controversy to kind of kill right. it to in kill time. It. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it, I still find it ironic that can't you remember just what was it two months ago? That it was like, well, Michael B. Jordan's girlfriend may be Latina, so I ain't gonna go see it. And now right. Killmonger's <laughs> Killmonger's everybody's favorite woman right. villain. Of, you know. Right. Right. I find or, that or ironic as all get Yeah. To, uh, oh, I, I love the them. The, and, the Christians uh, against the Black Panther movie. Right. Oh, thank if you if any of you hear me, thank you for having your group so open and being so accepting of anybody yes. that wanted to join. Because I had a ball. That day. <laughs> right. I right. had more fun trolling or the that liars who said I was beat up at a showing of Black Panther, and they told me, "Why are you at this movie? This is not your movie. Yeah. You'll see a yeah. white movie." Yeah. Okay, okay. And yeah. we found out that it was all. Like, well, you, that was up. that was BS anyway. Right. It was well, BS from jump. Idiots in every category that you that you put into. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask the question that everybody seems to be asking: T'Challa or what's his name? Killmonger? Un- no, Njadaka. 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 Well, which one? For me? Well, yeah. here's the thing: I think with both characters. You have, and this is the way it was in the comics. You have one Black Panther who's his his whole outlook is more like Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. whereas Killmonger or Tajaga, you know, he basically has an outlook of Malcolm X by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the perfect, you know, basically um, that's how you bring it all together when mm-hmm. it comes to this particular movie. Mm-hmm. You know. My philosophy is right. No, my philosophy is right. We ought to be taking over. We ought, we ought to be ruling. We're more advanced. We ought to be ruling. Mm-hmm. Whereas, no, no, we had to live a civilized. Mm-hmm. And basically, we had to be, you know, fair to our brothers, other brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it's the perfect clash of, of uh, heated minds. I'm glad you brought up Martin Luther King and uh, uh, Brother, Malcolm. Brother Malcolm X. Because it's not taught in our history books that they began to talk near the end of both of their lives. And they were both assassinated for coming together and beginning to put a unified message together. So now you look at you look at uh, 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 T'Challa and Killmonger and and you know a lot oftentimes I'll say Eric Stevens because you okay everybody knows T'Challa. 
But did anybody really? I mean, I know amongst this audience, know exactly who Eric Stevens is. Right. But in the short in the short time that we that, that we had to visually get a history of them, let's think about what this man is. He's a abandoned Wakandan, is being raised as an African American. So all of us have that stigma of being, you know, abandoned by Africa. We don't have our history. But then he knew that he had a history. He's better off than most of us that haven't done a DNA testing. And the DNA testing is going to give you a ballpark figure of who right. you are unless you're able to trace your lineage right back to a particular right. uh, region, right? Mm -hmm. But this man had that. But he also had the animosity based on the simple fact that he was abandoned by these people. Mm -hmm. His father was killed right before him. But then look at what he did. If he was from the hood, and, he, and they don't talk a lot about his mama, but, you know, somebody did something because this man went to MIT. Yep. Right. That's right. Wait a minute now. He went to MIT, and he graduated from MIT. And then he became a Navy SEAL. Right. Now, wait a minute. If he graduated from MIT, he didn't join as a seaman first class. He probably joined as an officer. officer. Yeah. Right. So that means that he led teams on special operations. If he was with SEAL Team 6, he was running SEAL Team 6. He wasn't sitting on the side. And he right. went to Afghanistan. He right. went to Africa. He went to Iraq. Right. He was with you know, the elite. Of he was with the elite. You know? So let's look at this man. You call him a hothead, but and 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 you nickname you give him the name Killmonger, which is from the comics. But you know, this man was really fantastic to have calculated and made it all the way to his abandoned nation. Yeah, right. And on top of and that. And confronted cousin. And, <laughs> and on, top, on top of that, he defeated his cousin. Yes, he defeated, he <laughs> defeated his cousin. One of them was the one they were saying that this is what he's trying to do. I mean, this, mm -hmm. he's doing what... Yeah, it was Ross. That was Ross basically going, he's ours. Yeah, every Ross says, oh, he's one of ours. Yeah, he's ours. He's one of ours. Right. You know, we created this perfect killing machine that destabilizes and topples governments. So he's here, and, you know, he's doing what he does. He's destabilizing and toppling Wakanda. Exactly. So... I, 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 I'm deep in the in, in the in the Killmonger uh, uh, fan club, but it's just like you said that marriage of the two. Uh, a friend of mine, um, Mr. Dwight Pope, oh, and I were discussing Pope. this, and he came up with, and I was like, "Wow!" So I'm not going to take credit for this one, but you saw um, the Black Panther and Killmonger fighting. And they fell into the mine. M-I-N-E. Mm -hmm. You have right brain, left brain, right? Thinking. You have uh, the Martin Luther King and the Malcolm X mine. Down in the mine. They fell down into the mine and they're struggling. Wow. Never thought and they're that. struggling <laughs> in the mind. They're struggling for supremacy. The right brain and the left brain are thinking about and struggling about who's going to have supremacy. I remember reading the Wise Post on that. That was pretty good. Yes. And, 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 and the, and the wow. fantastic thing about it is, is that when the right brain, the expansive part, defeated 
the left brain. He didn't kill him. No. He defeated him, but yeah. he didn't kill him. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you have those two brains beginning to merge together. Right. Malcolm was merging with was merging with Martin Luther King. That we didn't take uh, the we didn't take the Killmonger stance, and neither did we take the uh, the the T'Challa stance. Right. What this movie did, and this is a divisive aspect and a manipulative aspect of the movie, that is subliminal, is that we didn't have to choose between either one of them. We've learned from history that we can take the best of each one of those people. We can take right, the fact yeah. that that uh there's that, a such thing as both. Exactly. You know, there's <laughs> right. there's there's so much gray yeah. in the world, yeah. but everybody wants to make everything black or white. Right. Yeah. But there's oh, there are more grays in the world than there right. are black and white. That's exactly and that was right. a fantastic aspect about it that, that 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 our brother Dwight brought up and we were discussing this and we were just going at it and going at it and going at it and finally we just said, Okay, okay, let's stop. <laughs> because we were so fascinated by that. Wow. You know, it's that's, it's, it's, it's that's an awesome way of looking at it. A lot yeah. of a lot of thought went into writing the movie, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, very well written. And the T'Challa that you've got there at the UN, I've seen him catch some hell online, but he ain't the one that you had in the beginning. He's 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 a blend of beginning T'Challa and Killmonger. I don't think he, he the the character obviously don't take crap, right? But he's changed his view. Killmonger for T'Challa's transformed him. I'd said that to Pearly yeah. when we were book club. Right. You have yeah. to look at him like Boromir yeah. in Lord of the Rings. Ah, yes. Because Aragorn, when you read Fellowship, mm -hmm. is self-loathing. Yes. I've, I've, I've often tell, even though there were no black people in those six movies, I say if you follow the story of Aragorn in them, mm -hmm. it's good for black people because he was human, mm -hmm. raised by racists. Mm -hmm. Because elves, elves, thought, elves thought everything, every well, other race in Middle Age was below. <laughs> that wasn't an And when you see him... He's full of that. He's full of self-loathing. He's like, men are the reason why this world is messed up. Men are weak. Men are this. Men are the other. And he runs into Barmir, who's the son of the steward of Gondor, who is a flawed character. Yeah, he He's was. flawed. But his thing to Aragorn is, there's good in men. Because when he first meets Aragorn, he looks at him like, yeah, I wouldn't follow this joker two steps from a dead dog. But as he gets to know him, his last words are, he calls him my king, my, king. my brother, my king, yeah. and he tells him, I would have followed you. Mm -hmm. And and quiet as is kept, you have to watch the extended versions to see it, but he puts on Barmir's bracers and wears them for the rest of the series. Mm -hmm. There's a transformation there from self-loathing Aragorn to the one that ends up king of Gondor and a, and a critical part of defeating Sauron. T'Challa is the same way, just kind of crammed in the... Yeah, mm -hmm. in that he's a different person. Nakia, because, you know, you got plenty of things. Well, Nakia was trying to get him to do that, but Nik she was right, but she couldn't get to him. Killmonger got to him. Mm -hmm. Because he because Killmonger showed him how his way of thinking could potentially create monsters, because that's mm -hmm. what he tells his father. Mm -hmm. This is a monster of our creation. Mm -hmm. right. to say that. We yeah. did this. We created, yeah, we created this. Right. Well, see, we're being comic book nerds, we have the advantage of having, and not just comic book nerds, comic book nerds that have been following you know, the, the Marvel Universe, 
So if you didn't have the advantage of possibly watching Civil Captain America Civil War before, you don't really see That's that, right. that 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 um, uh, uh, Roman's building or, or or that transformation of T'Challa right. into who he is. Right. Because you know you uh, the people that are so against uh, uh, T'Challa. But their biggest thing is, oh, this is African royalty. We don't need royalty. We're in the 21st century, and why do we need why do we need royalty? Well, the current you know writers what? like that. Coates is like that. Coates' exactly. whole thing is, yeah, yeah. is he turned Wakanda into some kind of weird democracy? Democracy is social. Yeah. But see, that's our that, that's our Western upbringing. We didn't have a problem until Western incursion with monarchy. Heck, look at look look at how long. Egyptian monarch, monarch, monarchies lasted yeah. for thousands of years, and we had no problem. Mm -hmm. And look at the technological development that occurred. But the, but the, the important thing is, and back to being a, a, a comic book nerd and watching the change of T'Challa from Civil War. I mean, even in, in the last the last part of Civil War, he says, I'm not going to carry this revenge. I'm not going to carry that animosity with me. You know, in, in, in into the rest of my life. So he didn't he didn't kill Bucky when he had the opportunity. Yeah. And he didn't kill Zemo when he found out Zemo was the one that fought. Exactly. And stopped him from killing himself. Yeah. Killing himself. Exactly. Yeah. So that's true. So, you know, we have that advantage because we have that backstory. But people that are coming to this fresh because this is a phenomenon and it's an event, right. it behooves them to go back and look back at things. To find out how he got to where he is, because if you're sitting there and you're telling me that that T'Challa is Obama and that he's a pacifist and that we that he didn't care about the people, <laughs> you really you don't. Know. Know. I mean, yeah. You don't. You, you <laughs> really don't. He, just, know he, he, he literally <laughs> just spent the last movie trying to murder a dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Now he's revitalized. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Or that he's capable of killing. Well, I have seen he things. Almost killed Claw yeah. until she was you know, like, "Hey, she's like, they, hey got, they got camera they got phones camera on you. The, the, the world is watching. Right, right. right. Yeah. And he was <laughs> near. Well, he, he had the decapitation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was definitely going to murder. I'm thinking decapitation or something. He was going to send Claw up to the next highest energy. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to send Claw to the vibranium mine in the dungeon. So, Killmonger isn't the only person that had that capacity, but in the capacity as a sovereign, in the capacity as a spiritual leader, he had to rethink his position, and he followed the tradition of that position. Mm -hmm. So it's like you said, yeah. Nakia couldn't 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 get him to. She move. couldn't reach him. She couldn't reach him. He could see it, but he couldn't get there. Get there. But mm -hmm. Killmonger has brought him there, and that's why. Spoiler alert! This is my theory. I bet you he took a Kamoyo bead and he stuck it in that wound, and Killmonger ain't going nowhere. Well, any comic book reader sitting there going. You know he ain't dead forever. Right. This is Marvel Universe. Death is a revolving door in Marvel. Death like Mickey D's. You come in there, eat your sandwich, then you go back out. But you know what? I mean, amongst this August group, yeah, we saw that. But a lot of people like, 
well, the people, the, those naysayers, they're like, you know, but he killed Killmonger, you know? He got rid of our dreams and aspirations as African-Americans, you know, and they put us down. They put us down about the rigs, you know, and weaves and everything. Well, why are you buying weaves and wigs anyway? <laughs> you know? Why are you having to look exactly. have European And why are you identifying with that? You know? And the, right. and the trick and the trick to that is Nakia was like, eh. Just, where, just, where we, just whip it. Just she whip tells, it. Just whip it. Don't worry about it. Where you always have to look at Okoye was traditionalist. Yes. She's a traditionalist, grown up in Wakanda, mm-hmm. where she's not sitting there. Wakandans have a Wakandan standard of beauty, it's and just, she looked at that as unnatural. Yes. Ick, get yes, this right. crap off oh, me. My head. <laughs> right. that, that's not a pop right. shot at somebody that wanted to wear no. one. She didn't want to wear she one. She didn't want to wear it. But, but I still even like the fact that they even brought that up because of the fact that we are so European influenced that mm-hmm. and, uh, we, we let these things dominate us quite mm-hmm. often. Well, that's, it's, you know, it's probably going too deep in a comic book movie, but that, that was a glimpse of, like I said, what you'd been like without mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That the Wakandans don't have that. They well, don't. Why, and and and, and behind they? the scenes, they talked about the reason why none of them speak with a British accent is because they're isolationists. They right. didn't leave Wakanda yeah, for that. They've never been colonized. They, they had been colonized. They spoke colonized. So how do you how do you do it? Yeah, Hausa. <laughs> Hausa. Yeah, hell. But you know, while we're talking about the women, um, what about the women's role in this movie? Oh, I mean, well, they, they, were, they were awesome. I just think that uh, as far as the women goes, it shows how strong a relationship you know people should have mm-hmm. because a lot of times, I mean, look at look at the way Hollywood portrays us. You know, we're always seen as the man is deadbeat; he doesn't take care of his children, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the woman she just always ghetto, you know, mouthing off. Mm-hmm. Where in this one, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. They showed how how the woman is the backbone to. The king who was leading, mm-hmm. and that's the way I loved that relationship mm-hmm. in that movie. And it was really it was refreshing awesome. to see some beautiful African and African American actresses who were not playing maids and exactly. uh, oh, prostitutes yeah. in a movie. I know it's that, right. really we, 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 we were to help. We were right. It, right. It, they, were, it, they were just as bad as the child. Hell, I sat there for hell bumping Travis. I ain't sure she ain't ate some of the heart-shaped herb. Some of the, <laughs> yeah. some of the stuff she doing just yeah, off the damn like chain. the roof of the car. Yeah, but but that was, those of you that haven't seen my Facebook, the, that was one of the questions I asked on the Facebook post was, do you think all the Wakandans are enhanced? Because when you watch the beginning of it, it says when the, when the meteorite hit, it, it enhanced all the plant life. Oh, yeah. And you well, if, see that. Yeah. Through. And the trick mm-hmm. is, you picture. You, if you're eating your... Even if you eat the animals, the animals eat the plants. Yep. You're not quite right. Kill uh, Umbaku is basically going where we're vegetarian. Umbaku's throwing like grown, lifting up grown men, yeah. like <laughs> one handed, <laughs> chucking them ten feet, and right. he hit that one dude right. with his uh, staff, right. and he went flying off twenty yeah. feet in a spiral. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that ain't normal. They're not exactly <laughs> right. Something there ain't right. Oh, you know, I look at it like this, and, and not only am I a comic book nerd, but I read anything. And, and um, I'm a big fan of the Dune series by um, mm. Frank Herbert. Yeah. And if you look at Dune, Dune had the fact that the spice from Dune permeated mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And it uh-huh. gave all the inhabitants. And even if you came to mm-hmm. came to Dune and spent any time on Dune, you became addicted to the spice. Right. Mm-hmm. So look at we've got a meteor. 
that hits a particular locale. And it's a special meteor that permeates everything. So it's so all Wakandans have something special about them. They had to because it's in everything. You know, it's just like back in the 60s, they were talking about doing the bomb testing in Nevada and then the cloud coming across and going up to Wisconsin and the strontium-90 fallout from it was getting into the milk. So when they was giving out that government cheese, we were getting the strontium ninety. We were getting it from from yeah. uh, it falling on the on the grass, yeah, on the grass and the cows eating it. So think about this: millions of years ago, this meteor hits Wakanda, and the fallout from it has permeated the whole area. Yeah, so right. the animals, the people, people the, water, the plants, right. the everything. water, everything, everything in Wakanda was special. Yeah. Right. Every everything in Wakanda was special, so all the way yeah. down to a probably a microcosmic level. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, but yeah, uh, it's man, almost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and we can go more, and we can go, and we can go, we can go, go probably two or three hour. more hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we just scratched the surface, really. Yeah, it, right. It's, right. It, like I said, it's 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 weird to have a comic book movie that you that so many people look at that and go. Man, it's a hell of a lot deeper in the comic book movie. You know, I normally go there and watch Batman movies. punch oh, somebody yeah. and go home. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm not sitting right. there going, hell, you know, the psychological right. underpinnings right. of Batman. Did you see this? You know, right. it, it that that is the brilliance of Kugler's writing and yeah. the direction mm-hmm. and that cast. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those kind of things where, and it was one reason why I was wanting to do this special is I was wanting to get kind of a black audience. Mm-hmm. Because I've I've done that with my normal crew, and I wanted to get their opinion. And then I wanted to I wanted to compare, be able to compare that with this one. Right. This is this is almost forty years of the war. It is forty years of of uh, writings of Marvel yeah. comics coming into one two and a half hour movie. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have a lot of philosophy. And a lot so of stuff you can learn I want to see any of you guys interested in doing another. Once I know you said you had one more person that yes. was trying to get by. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And sure. Are you, all right. So consider this the beginning. And uh, <laughs> we'll get back when we have more time. And I'd like to thank everybody that was here today. It's, this one was deep because we got comic booky, but we went off into some other stuff. So we'll be different. You know, it was it was, more philosophy. It was, yeah. <laughs> and it would just be. And this was a hell of a lot of fun. Hell, I, 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 I cannot. Stress that oh, I cannot I thank you guys enough. So, thanks to everybody. If you got anything going on that you want to hype up right quick, I know you're the spokesman for the Sankofa Book well, Club. Well, we have a Sankofa Books Book Club that reads various books that are uplifting and and informative. Uh, Sankofa being, you know, you go back into the past and bring forward to help the future. And we meet at Zenzele, which is also fortuitous because Zenzele is a consignment shop. And we meet there every Saturday from 2 to 4. And awesome. uh, if awesome. you're looking for information on that, uh, there is I have posted some things about Zenzele on the Nerd Eternal Network's Facebook page. So if you Thanks need for directions and stuff like that, that's good. You got anything to hype? You're just gonna be cool. Uh, we'll call it forever. All right. God bless. All right. Take it easy, y'all. We'll call it forever. Peace.